Welcome to the Brian Beebe Half Hour Variety Hour. It's really 15 minutes of fun, music, and laughter stretched out into something much, much longer. And now, here's your host, Brian Beebe. Uh, we're up there at Sorrento's this weekend. Uh, I think you've lost him, and I took him over. Does he Brian's call you? Dreamy. No, dreamy. I don't hear this. I don't hear myself uh, in the mic. Uh, uh, oh. We got. Uh, uh, that's supposed to be all the way up. The master. The, yeah, yeah, check the cord on the. All on the, the way up there. Now I hear it. Awesome. All right. Hey, well, sorry we're late, but uh, it's Mike's fault. <laughs> Usually. <laughs> no, it isn't. No, it's never Mike's fault, but to, it, today uh, there was something going on with the. Uh, with our camera and uh, sound system. Anyway, we're live on Facebook. It's Brian Beebe. And look at this. He's dreamy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dreamy. It's like a. It's I'm like, a groupie. No, I thought you said I'm dreaming. Yeah, you're. It's like a holocaust over there. A holo, holo, <laughs> oh, holocaust. Now we're going a, a holograph. Far, a holograph. That's Jesus. what I meant to say. Holocaust. Dark. No, no, it wasn't a holocaust. He's not a holocaust. He's uh, a holograph. Look, Sergeant Schultz, maybe. <laughs> but it's Mitch Hank over there, and I don't know if you're. This guy's you good. It? This guy is good. That's yeah. why I stuck around. Well, I got. I got it. I'm sorry, but I got a little bit of a migraine headache going on. That's why I asked you about the Tylenol. But that's yeah. that, uh, that's the last I'm going to say of it, though. So, mm. um, Mitch Hank is here. Uh, are you doing a show later? Six o'clock. Well, it'll be a little delayed today. Yeah. Well, I don't have to do it a whole hour. Yeah. Like, you come do on it. At no, six, I do what no. you got to do. You you got actual fans, and I don't. So I don't think so. You, no, that's I, true. I read your Facebook groupies every no, week. No, that's man. not true. You're like Engelbert Humperdinck back in the yeah, day. Engelbert, what's his dink? We called him. Yeah, right? that's yeah. true. But. Um, hey, uh, I, it's Brian Beebe once again. Brought to you by uh, Monk's Bar and Grill all over Wisconsin, and and Sorrento's at the Wilderness up in Wisconsin Dells. Um, somebody uh, explicitly asked me to not talk about anything uh, negative or political or anything, but I'm, hmm. I, I'm I'm stepping right over that request. Who requested that? Well, who do you? Uh, a who, girlfriend? I'm Maybe not a, saying a female friend. Well, she is female, um, but uh, no, I just wanted to say a few things, and then we'll move right on. But Mitch, you're. Uh, you're in charge here, man. Uh, oh, no. I'm a fan. We, you asked about Stormy Daniels, and yeah. I and I don't really... Don't know why I have lipstick on, on my, my thigh. Oh, my Stormy, thigh. Yeah, Stormy Daniels. Um, no, I just... Uh, yeah, mm. I think about uh, Stormy, okay, and uh, what was... K- Karen McDougal? Yeah. yeah. She was stunning. Oh, they're, they're, they're both attractive women, but yeah. they're not Marilyn Monroe. No. I mean, look at no. Kennedy. Kennedy had... Maybe he had more... More than just one, but oh sure, yeah. But uh, we're not comparing apples with apples. And what about uh, Bill Clinton? I don't know his his ones weren't uh, weren't Mar- they weren't Maryland exotic. No, either they, no. they weren't exotic. No. Um, well, okay. What uh, what about um, this this guy? This poor kid that got shot in his grandmother's backyard. Oh. Uh, do you think we could get oh. lights on these pistols somehow? Or did, why did it take twenty? 20 bullets to kill that kid. That's horrible. That's just so horrible. It is. And how much are bullets? I mean, don't these guys, shouldn't they have to pay back? I mean, they they take practice, target practice. Shouldn't they have to pay the department back? 
uh, you know, 60 bucks for uh, uh, some of those bullets that they wasted? How in the world can they miss them that many times? Why would you shoot that many times if you didn't have a shot? Right, right. Huh? Well, you hear about it. trained guys. Should be. That's the idea. Well, it's always that way with the people who get shot in New York. Under Giuliani, there's a 38 times, 42 times, that kind of thing. But in those cases, they were actually armed here, unarmed, a cell phone. Who's, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Maybe maybe a a little more light on the situation would help. Why were they? uh, Why were they there with guns drawn? I mean, was why was he in his grandmother's backyard? They just, you know, did you hear? They just, they heard that somebody was walking through the neighborhood breaking car windows. Oh. And so uh, maybe they just, maybe they saw him go in the backyard and, and chase him in there. I don't know. Maybe somebody said, hey, he went in there. You know, I mean, who knows? But 20 bullets seems excessive. Yes. I mean, uh, and, and then find, and how do you, how do you think they felt when they f- saw that he did only have a cell phone? Um, here you go, Mitch. Mitch Hank. Uh, what we were talking about divorce uh, mm, a few minutes yeah. ago. What do you? Th- what? Uh, here's I'm going to throw these questions out for you guys, and sure. I hope you'll call in six zero eight two one zero sixteen sixty seven. What are most marital arguments about? Uh, what if? What if we had a low income limits for? Uh, Candidate candidacy for any office, you you had to file your tax in, uh, in, in return, and you couldn't make over a certain amount of money. And if you did make more, you couldn't run. You couldn't run. What do you think? Sound, does that sound right. like uh, it would be a cure for anything, or would these people just be, immediately become uh, overwhelmed uh, with? Uh, uh, graft and all the things that happen. You have to be a small business owner because they don't claim on their taxes. So they they might have a three hundred thousand dollar house, but they're only making thirty thousand on the taxes. I had right. clients like that. Well, so, but still, I mean, and wouldn't wouldn't a poor man be completely overcome by uh, uh, the money that uh, comes with the uh, comes with uh, the, the office? Yeah, I would think of so. Any kind of job. Uh, but but you, it's a shame that you have to be uh, uh, raise a billion dollars in order to run for president, and uh, and I don't know even state uh, races are millions yeah. millions of dollars now. Well, Trump only spent like two hundred fifty million of his own money, and then of course he, How had, much? he had a lot of free TV time. They said it was <laughs> worth a billion. Boy, did he ever! You know that was good. I mean, he somebody advised him well there, or 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 he's really pretty good at. Uh, at understanding what works. What I, uh, I think she spent, like, and her friends, her support, like $1.7 billion. Yeah. Let me ask you questions because you know about this stuff. No. What, uh, what, uh, what percentage of uh, Trump voters were votes that, uh, from people who just didn't want to vote for her? Probably a huge percentage, I would think. Half of his votes? I mean, oh, I, I, would think I so, knew yeah. lots of people uh, who didn't, uh, who want to see a woman president, uh, but not her. I think that's got to be a big part of it. I, I always say, and I, it's your show, and I'm your fan. And, <laughs> we had uh, in Wisconsin, Trump had 16,000 more votes than Romney, but Hillary had 250,000 less than Obama. Oh, wow. So the Republican vote was the same, but her vote was a lot lower. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
have you ever been involved in a... Oh, somebody's on the phone. Who's on the phone? Stevie Ray. Stevie Ray? You're, you're, oh, you're early you? today, man. How are you doing? Can you see yeah, us? I'm doing well. I was, I was going to call in early because I wanted to get a get outside and get uh, take a walk while the weather was still uh, lovely out here today on a Wednesday. Yeah. I wanted to weigh in on that. I, I like that idea that you have about the, uh, well, it's not a term limit, the financial limit. Yeah. Uh, as far, whether you could run for office, because you'd be voting on your own health care package. You wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd be voting on, because if you only make a certain amount of money, and you're voting for insurance, you know, Obamacare, whatever oh, yeah, package yeah. you want to call it. Instead it, it, it comes back on you. Yeah. So Instead yeah, of these, it's going to be hit. It's going to hit you close to the bone. Right. I, I, so yeah. I like well, that idea. It'll it, never happen. But I like no, it. I, I don't think so either. And, and the idea just occurred to me, and it's not necessarily a, a, a well thought out one yet. So, I keep uh, losing myself here in these uh, phones. But anyway. Um, can you hear yourself? Yeah. Am I sure. messing with it pretty bad? Oh, no, I, it's, yeah. I think it's better, yeah. So, yeah, there's got to be a way, uh, and, and my idea might not be the way, but there's got to be a way to um, to take the money out of it. And, and you got to ask yourself uh, all the time, what is it about these people that would make them want these jobs? You know, if you're, if you're in town, a local you know, a local politician, and you run for alderman or mayor or anything, you realize that half the town that you live in is going to hate you all of, just overnight, and and the presidency the same way. You gotta uh, you gotta understand that half three hundred fifty million people in this country are going to hate you the next day after you're elected. You know, if you run I'm for president. I'm kind of in that in that boat, except the other way around. But, uh, we have a moral election coming up, and I know both the candidates. And I know they're both friends of mine. Uh-oh. So I'm like, oh, Boy, oh yeah, tough, big ol' well. I haven't put any flags out on my yard. but <laughs> And I'm not going to say who I'm voting for because, well, I, I don't yeah, know yet. You can't, well, and, you, you, and you're going to make a friend of yours uh, upset yeah. if you say so. Yeah, yeah. And, your, and your vote is private, of course. You, you don't have to tell anybody who the hell you voted for. But you know, it's still it's on your conscience. Like, ah, oh, dang it! If the president, <laughs> if the president asked you who you voted for, you have to say. Oh yeah, and that's like, are you a cop? <laughs> you have to tell me if you are. Don't you have to? I think you have to do. Yeah, and really, I don't know. Um, hey, listen, let me throw one more thing at you. All right, I'm not going to stay on the phone long because I want to. I want to listen to the two of you. Uh, hash out the. Oh, uh, no, I'm, the I'm leaving. I just want to. He's a. Oh no, no, don't do that. Uh, Hmm. Uh, the, the Roseanne show is a big topic, and oh yeah, the, the reboot mm, yeah. of the old. And I thought it was uh, two half-hour uh, episodes that aired last night, and I I DVR'd them, and so I, I watched them, and the inside jokes, you know, the was great. But did did you see it? Did it get too political for you? I didn't see it. I saw a clip. Yeah. And they have her. Isn't she the Trump voter? Yes. So she's the Trump voter, but in real life she's not, of course. No. But, uh, but how did that play? Was did that play okay? I don't, I don't even know. I didn't see the whole show. Okay. Well, it, but, uh, maybe we'll be able to talk about it next week. Uh, if you have a chance to, to watch it, I'm sure it's on demand because on the, the, some of these the cable hmm. channels and stuff, you can watch it back again. Yeah. But it was, it was good. Uh, I'm not going to give anything away because some people haven't seen it yet. Yeah. But, uh, 
yeah, it, it was it was worth watching. But then I thought, uh oh, is this going to be the, uh, the the harbinger yeah. of things to come? Is this going to be what's going to you know how it's going to be? Very political. Maybe. Was it very political? Huh? The whole show was political, or was it uh, no, real life stuff? No, no, but there were there was. Uh, well, between uh, Roseanne and the and the sister Jackie, yeah, there was, yeah. you know, there's the back and forth. Can't there. fight, yeah, can't fight. Well, you know what? Uh, uh, but again, was, I won't, I, I won't give a, a lot away. I heard a, a, a debate on uh, on the radio yesterday on TV, but uh, about uh, the the characterization of uh, the difference between Roseanne as a uh, the original show as a real life family. As opposed to uh, like the Huxtables and and uh, you know oh. so so obviously democratic oh, yeah. you know well-to-do black family, but uh, and and even they even compared it with uh, uh, Archie Bunker, and uh, he did he did um, he was kind of predictable, but you know I, he was supposed to be in the very first years of that show a registered Democrat. I mean, you know, kind of a Reagan Democrat yeah. before Reagan, even though his Nixon views Democrat, were very. Very uh, redneck, yeah. yeah, sure. But uh, well, there again, it, it's shattering stereotypes. Uh, the, the Cosby Show uh, shattered a, ter- a stereotype in that it was a African American family, successful, yeah, uh, as opposed yes. to well, I I work for somebody and and I'm not doing, you know. Well, I, I the, the Roseanne the whole show, the Roseanne show was shattering uh, the stereotypes of their own too. It's like ah, oh, we're poor white trash. We don't ever. Yeah, so, yeah, but they, they but they were an example. Everybody kind of liked it because they were an example of a family who had to work and pay their bills and and uh, and have any kind of job they they could come up with, and they got <laughs> short uh, of money at times, and uh, and the the house was uh, kind of real average. It wasn't mm, real, uh, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, basically what they did is they held up a mirror and put it on TV and said, "Hi, this is you." <laughs> sure. Is us. Oh yeah. Okay. Do you remember? You guys remember Married with Children, Ted Bundy? Yeah. And his oh, wife God, was yeah. gonna his wife was gonna get a job, which he never had a job. He goes, "It's a tradition in our family that our women never work outside or inside the home." <laughs> and then he said, "When you go outside, you get this warm, tingling sensation on the back of your neck. Don't be alarmed. That's just our friend, the sun." <laughs> Now that's the, the writers on that show are terrific. They were great. They, the singers they put in there were, were fantastic. You know, I, I should I should that. do a show sometime, Stevie, about uh, uh, shows uh, that came along in the '80s and '90s that just uh, completely trashed dads, and all the laughs went to the smart-ass kids who smart off to the dads, and the, and yeah. the women were all smart. Of course, the women on these. Uh, network shows were buying the products, and so, you know, they had to get their audience uh, that way. But, but I really objected to, and I've never seen a whole episode of The Simpsons, and I've, I didn't right, watch right. Mar- uh, Married with Children because, uh, for for those reasons. I mean, uh, how many yeah. times can you watch a show where Dad is a complete oaf, idiot? Yeah. Yeah, and and his stupidity is the root of every joke. I sure, mean, it's sure. just, it's the opposite of the 50s and 60s shows. Well, it goes back to the great Gildersleeve back <laughs> in the, what, 40s, 50s? It does. Well, show. that's going back, yeah. Yeah. Well, right. I, I listen to uh, Wisconsin Public Radio. So. Yeah, yeah, I do, too. 
Yeah. I hope that doesn't make me a liberal, does it? Well, but as a stand-up, <laughs> as a stand-up, if you make fun of men, they'll laugh. Women and men will laugh, but boy, you can't. If you make fun of women, you can't, yeah. you can't make fun yeah, of women. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you get the just a rule. Yeah. Yeah, but I remember yeah. the great Gildersleeve, and yeah, he was, he was, a, he was a strong <laughs> father, but he sure caused a lot of the laughs, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And and a lot of the, a lot of the old radio shows. I think that was the basis for. Well, television just it just came back. The guy wasn't all that. You know, he was pretty inept. Yeah. But, uh, Did you well, guys? Yeah, there's a there's a bunch of them that in the 80s and 90s uh, for yeah. sure that we that we could talk about. And yeah. uh, speaking of talking, you guys go on talking. I'm going to get off the phone here soon. All right, we're going Thanks to a break here on. anyway because I know. Uh, but my good friend uh, Mitch Hank really wants to leak out of here and. Uh, and uh, well, uh, he's this got guy's a, good. He's folks. got a date. That's why I'm here. I'm a groupie. I'm <laughs> watching you. Guy can sing, man. No, am I? Am I going to be on your program with Doctor? Uh, you can Dr. sit in when I have Doctor Peace. Doctor, give Peace. him a little uh, jab, yeah. you know, All right. under the table. All right, let's go to a little break here, and I'll come back. I got a couple songs I got to sing. Break a leg. And then uh, I got some uh, Easter jokes, and and uh, I haven't even gotten all my outline of stuff here. Have you ever been on a in a twelve-step program? Let's talk about that for a few minutes today, too. All right. There you go. There I stood without a word to say. It was so easy, but I fell away when I tried. I couldn't do it because I know the way. That kind of woman makes a man a mess from the side. MadisonTalks.com is the home of Madison's most creative talk radio. If you have a serious gift of gab, you have stories to share, political, social, or religious positions to express, contact Madison Talks to have your own 60-minute weekly podcast recorded and posted for the world to hear. Have a new book to promote? Madison Talks is the ideal place to promote it. Fly solo or line up guests for your weekly live talk session. When your 60-minute program is finished live streaming, it'll be posted as a podcast to madisontalks.com for listening 24-7. Take your message to the world with madisontalks.com. Call 608-210-1667 or visit madisontalks.com. That's 608-210-1667 or visit madisontalks.com. madisontalks.com, looking for your creative commentary. You're listening to MadisonTalks.com, stimulating conversation on a variety of subjects and issues that matter. Share your questions, comments, or answers with us at 608-210-1667. Now here's your host on MadisonTalks.com. That's the first time in all the times I've done these where you, at the beginning of the show, I didn't start with a song. Oh, yeah. You know, I almost always start with a, so it makes it sound like I'm always uh, singing, just, you know, and, and uh, I have to put down my singing just to do the show. I always, you know, some kind of song, but I didn't do it today, first time ever. Uh, I do have some songs i got to sing today, got some requests. Um, I, I just want to say a couple more things that have, uh, things that, pop up to me uh, and I write them down here during the week um, I am kind of a, uh, a news junkie and 
if you are too, you know who I mean when I say um, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. She's Mike Huckabee's daughter, and she's the uh, information, the the uh, communication uh, person for the Trump administration. And um, <clears throat> I don't know, a couple of months ago, somebody must have said to her, Look, you you sound a little bit too rehearsed. Your answers to these questions are exactly what we've told you to say, and and they answer they ask the same ones all the time. So we'd like you to make it sound just a little bit more conversational. And they talked about it for a while, and they told her to say before she answers any questions, she says, "Look, look, the president this." Look, we've talked about this. Look, the uh, whatever, and, and and that's now every damn answer starts with look, and it's supposed to sound conversational, but it sounds completely. Uh, never mind. Anyway, um, Easter and uh, April Fool's Day are both on the same day this year. What does that mean to you? Anything? Um, do you know what the Easter Bunny eats for breakfast? Mike, try this one, man. Easter Bunny. The Easter Bunny, what does he eat for breakfast? I don't know. IHOP. Oh, oh come on. It wasn't that bad. Uh, and and uh, what what is the Easter Bunny's favorite music? Hmm. Hip-hop. <laughs> oh, you knew that one. You pretended like you didn't know it. Uh, okay, well, we talked to Mitch Hank. Um, I didn't want to get into this one while he was here because, uh, uh, you know, we, we're we good buddies, but we, we disagree on a lot of things. And um, the tax time is coming up here pretty soon. And uh, it's time for me to remind everybody that uh, income tax didn't exist before 1913. Personal income tax. The company got along for a long time without personal income tax. And now uh, they've gotten very, very lazy um, and uh, you know, with all the money that they take in uh, personal income tax. Uh, but if, if you really wanted to change that, I'm just going to throw this out there. I don't mean anything by it. I don't want to cause a, a revolution or anything. But if you really wanted to... Uh, change things in Washington. These kids, uh, they've got a lot of people uh, for the uh, gun uh, issues, they've got a lot of people that have lined up, come to Washington, a million of them. What would happen if somebody got uh, a grassroots uh, uh, issue uh, going uh, to uh, for tax for taxes and and just said, look, we're not going to pay this year. We're not going to pay this year, and if it works, we're not going to pay next year either. <laughs> what would happen? I don't know. If you got everybody, they're not going to put everybody in jail. Garnish your garnish your wages. <laughs> they got your numbers. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, let's do that this year, and then uh, uh, if it uh, works out for everybody, then. Uh, We'll, we'll drop it, and if it doesn't work out, we'll do it again the next year and the next year. Who cares? You know, I mean, but anyway, that's uh, 
just an idea that might make a difference with these people that aren't paying attention to us most of the time anyway. If they all of a sudden didn't have any tax money from us, um, do you think it might make a difference? Maybe. Um, what else? Uh, I, I didn't realize when I heard that the 13 uh, Russian uh, um, I'm not thinking very well today, but the 13 Russian guys that they uh, that they I indicted on uh, with uh, America indicted through uh, Robert Mueller. Uh, I, did, I said, what what could possibly uh, mean uh, anything to anybody about these guys? I mean, are they going to get thrown in jail in America? Are they going to get tried by anybody in America? The answer is probably no. But I just heard a story today about some uh, Russian oligarch who uh, is hanging out in Austria right now because he's from he's from Ukraine actually and Ukraine has uh, extradition with America some countries do some some don't but if he returns to Ukraine he gets uh, extradited to America isn't that amazing I had no idea that anything like that could happen to a rich guy in in uh, Russia, you know, you would have thought that they could just uh, laugh at us. You know, we had thirteen guys that are, uh, that Robert Mueller indicted. You know, so we didn't hear much of anything after that. Is it just a state of mind? Is it just kind of a whatever? I don't know what it is, but it doesn't sound like it's um, meaning much of anything to anybody. But anyway, Ukraine has extradition treaties with America. So the guy can't come back. I thought that was interesting. Um, uh, I got a kind of a not so like like Mitch said you can you can make fun of guys in your nightclub act but you can't necessarily uh, make fun of uh, women. But this is kind of funny and maybe it's just maybe it's just the guys. Maybe the women you can just uh, stop uh, listening to it right now but uh, this drunk uh, goes into the bar and uh, he hears these two large women talking they're large and he's drunk and they got an accent so he says uh, I, are you two ladies from Scotland and they were mad because he was drunk and mad because he got it wrong she's, and, and one of them said, no, we're not from Scotland, you lousy drunk. We're from Wales. And so and the drunk guy, he thinks about it for a minute. He says, oh, okay, are you two whales from Scotland? <laughs> it's a drunk and a fat women joke all, all in one. I'm sorry. But... Uh, <laughs> Mike laughed, just so you remember. And Mike, you might be mad at me, you know, but Mike laughed at it. Uh, well, we're going to try to get uh, a couple of songs in here. I didn't bring the keyboard, but uh, and these are not songs that I do often, 
I'll start with this one here. Uh, how great the art. Lyrics, right? I like this song. I sang this song at my dad's 80th birthday some, you know, 10 years ago or so. And it's, I've always said I really do like church music. The, uh, the old, well-known kind of church music. And this one is, uh, um, is, uh, Oh Lord thy God, my God, in when I in awesome wonder consider all the world thy hands have made. I see the stars, I hear the roaring thunder, thunder consider all the world thy hands have made then sings my soul my savior god to thee how great thou art how great thou art then sings my soul my savior god to thee how great thou art how great thou art. And I've sung that a couple of different times. Tried to sing it for a funeral for a guy that uh, I didn't even know. And boy, uh, I realized that I'm not very good at singing for funerals, especially if everybody's uh, crying and sniffling and stuff, you know, because uh, even if I don't know the guy, I start crying and sniffling myself and then you can't sing um, there's a Beatles song in this bunch of songs that I'm uh, requested to play this this week but there's also um, uh, amazing grace how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me I once was lost But now I'm found Was blind But now I see yeah, I, I was thinking that Because uh, uh, Spring training is on right now up and down in Florida, and I I sang uh, the the uh, oh my God my 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 mind is really gone with this this um, headache that I got. But anyway, I, I sang the uh, national anthem at the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Kansas City Royals spring training game down in Bradenton some years ago, and I remember. Uh, I, I I got the job, no problem, and I know how to sing the song. But I walked out the day of the game, and I stood on uh, home plate, and I went, Oh, say, can you see? And suddenly, from 400 feet away, in the uh, center field uh, speaker, louder than what I just sang for myself, I heard again, Oh, say, can you see? So now 
uh, it's uh, this huge, you know, uh, uh, echo thing after, and I and I had to stand like a Robin Gibb, you know, and hold on so I could hear my own voice. By the dawn's early light, what so proudly, and it, and it ended up being okay, but it was a, it was a shock didn't at you know, first. Didn't you know the national anthem was around? 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 Like Mary, you know, you can do like Frere Jacques. Oh, it's around, yeah. <laughs> like like it, yes, as in a uh, yeah, around, but no, it isn't. <laughs> it isn't. In fact, it's a, the hardest song. Um, it, that most people are kind of try to know how to sing. It's the hardest song for school kids and everybody to to try to sing, and uh, and it's a shame too. I mean, yeah, it's a great song, but it's about war and uh, the flag. What about uh, Oh, beautiful for spacious skies? For amber waves of green. He's really celebrating the good things about America. For purple mountains, majesty above the fruited plains. America, America, God shed his grace on thee and crown thy good with brotherhood. From sea to shining sea. I, I hope that sometime in the near future that becomes our national anthem. Um, or even God Bless America it would be better a better choice. God Bless America, land that I love. Stand beside her and guide her through the night with the light from above. Because nobody can sing. Um, the Star-Spangled Banner, and therefore, the only time we ever hear it is at a sporting event or at school. You know, I mean, nobody sings it for any reason except for at a sporting event. I don't, I don't think they even sing it at school. But anyway, well, uh, they don't. They don't sing national anthem at football games anymore. Well, at I sporting suppose, events. Yeah, that's well, it. Oh. Well, maybe at sporting at football. Yeah, but okay, they probably do. And I've sung with a high school band. Yeah. That you know, because they have it in my key most of the time. I've done it at uh, high school basketball games too, but nobody else is singing besides me, and the band plays the instrumental, you know what I mean? Nobody sings it. It's too hard to sing. But uh, here's here's my advice to you. If you do want to sing uh the Star-Spangled Banner, what you do is make say, oh say, make say the lowest uh, note you can sing, and you'll be okay with the uh, the outcome of it. Because if you start it with oh say, can you see? It's going to be way too high <laughs> when it gets to the high part of it, you know. So make say, oh say. The, the lowest note you can sing, and you'll be all right singing it. Um, my uh, my friend um, Karen asked me if I would sing. Um, nobody called me back about the about the uh, marriage fights or uh, the tax revolt or 
the low income uh, restrictions for running for office. We're going to talk about 12-step programs. You want to do that some other time. Um, just so you know, you know, Al-Anon, Alcoholics Anonymous, uh, Anonymous, uh, uh, what do they call that? Uh, Gamblers Anonymous and uh, the one, uh, Narcotics Anonymous. I believe in all of them. The 12-step programs, uh, they're old-fashioned, but they work. They, they, uh, they work for people, so... Uh, we'll talk more about that some other time. Um, and I was going to talk about the hospital and the, where I, vo I volunteer up in Baraboo by Wisconsin um, and some other things that related to that, you, what things that you you learn about uh, about people that getting older like myself you know and some of the th some of the things that are even younger than me people that are younger than me and they they have all kinds of trouble um with their health and stuff and and uh, sometimes it's nice to be able to help out and uh okay here's here's a song that uh, was requested by karen that uh, she kind of came in at the last second with this. I didn't even know that she uh, liked this song, but here it comes. If I fell in love with you, would you promise to be true and help me understand? Because I've been in love before, and I found that love was more than just holding hands. If I give my heart to you, I must be sure from the very start that you would love me more than her. Mm -mm. If I trust in you, oh please, don't run and hide if I love you too. Oh, please, don't hurt my pride like her. Cause I couldn't stand the pain. And I would be sad if our new love was in vain. So I hope you see. That I would love to love you And that she will cry When she learns we are two If I fell in love with you Oh, my, uh my best friend back in grade school uh, was a musician and a singer. And his family was a gospel group that made a couple of records and played in churches and all over the place. <clears throat> and I ended up uh, playing bass guitar for his family. Uh, when I was 11 years old, I used to play in in church and gospels, uh, kind of holy roller kind of churches. But uh, 
he was also a big time Beatle fan because that was that ru- ruled everything for for him and I and uh, most of the kids when the <clears throat> Beatles came to America. And I remember taking that song, "If I Fell in Love," if I fell, and we walked. <laughs> We walked, it's called If I Fell, we walked home from school with an exactly the same rhythm as this song. <laughs> if I give, our steps, if I, right in cadence, if I give my heart to you, and we sang in a pretty complicated uh, um, um, harmony too, I would sing, if I give my heart to you, I must, then you sing together, I must be sure from the, and he sings very, and I sing very star. It's really cool. We were only, uh, you know, 10 or 11 years old, and we could sing in those pretty complex harmonies pretty easily based on uh, what we loved about the Beatles. And uh, yeah, if I wrote, a, uh, I used to have a, a uh, God, I can't do my one of them. Days. I used to have, I used to have a, uh, a blog, and I wrote uh, about the, the stories about being in the, gospel band with his family and, and traveling around, in the uh, real poor areas of. Near nearby Rockford, and the uh, the the odd uh, things that I saw as an eleven-year-old boy in some of these holy roller churches. But anyway, um, yeah, if you ever if you ever curious, uh, I'll I'll send you some of those uh, some of those um, blogs that I wrote to a few years back. Here is, uh, you can call anytime you feel like you're almost ready. we got three, four more minutes if you feel like calling. 608-210-1667. And uh, the last song for today is uh, from 1939. Can you imagine uh, The Wizard of Oz and... Uh, Gone with the Wind are, were both released in the same year, Whoa. 1939, and, and others, uh, great, great movies, but uh, talk about two big ones that were released the same year. Um, Somewhere over the rainbow, way up high, there's a land that I heard of. Once in a lullaby, ooh, somewhere over the rainbow, skies are blue, and the dream that you bear to dream really do come true. Someday I'll wish upon a star and wake up where the clouds are far behind me. Where troubles melt like lemon drops 
Away above the chimney's tops, that's where you'll find me. Somewhere over the rainbow. Um, skies are blue. Bluebirds fly over the rainbow. Why then, oh, why can't I? If happy little bluebirds fly beyond the rainbow, why, oh, why can't I? What do you think? I'd like to thank Mike Brockfeld, your uh, our, uh, phone person, a phone person, <laughs> and uh, our. Uh, you'd think I was stoned today, but I'm really not. Um, screwing, uh, turning the knobs and, and, and turning things upside down for us, getting ready for the uh, Mitch Hank show. Um, right, right after I'm done here, um, we could have gotten a lot of that. Uh, we could have gotten a lot of that silly uh, trivia stuff, but we didn't get at it. Anyway, Brian Beebe. Uh, Monk's uh, Bar and Grill and uh, Sorrento's at the Wilderness. See you next time. Thank you.